Oh, this is some bullshit. Like and we're live. Bot. Yes, now we're live. How, how, did, how did this guy land this land? That's oh, no. A week later and Chris is already complaining about bots. Taking it to him. Well, what do you expect when you, when you go up the ranks on the leaderboard of a mobile game? You think you're going to encounter weaker opponents? No, you're going to encounter I mean, like, sophisticated artificial intelligence, How bro. did this guy just happen to drive equally as well as I did? Skill. Like, no. It's called skill. Come on, When I've man. got 224 wins and he's got 161, this is, this is fucking cheating. Oh, are you I claiming? need to complain to, to Walter about this because he's, I guess he does anti-cheat. Oh, he does punk buster? I don't know how that works, but he tried to explain to me about like, you have to use like the physics of your phone and like, because you can't like put everything on the cloud or something. So you have to rely on the physics of the phones instead, which I'm like, all right. So guys, welcome to BJJ and Bruce. Welcome to BJJ and Bruce. Dude, Chris is, is addicted to a mobile game. I'm, hang on. I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the middle in of a tiebreaker right now. Oh, he's in the middle of a tiebreaker. Okay. So if you want <laughs> And you lost the coin flip? <laughs> Won the coin flip? Speaking of coin flips. <laughs> so it's our first week back from the submission grappling. Wait, what episode are we? 85? 84. 84. 84. 84. I believe. Yes, because last week was... Yes, yes, yes. 84. Okay. Um, if we're off, we're off. We apologize. <laughs> or is this 80? No, this would make sense. Yeah, 84. I mean, I can look this up on my phone. Very no, quickly. I remember saying all you 39-year-olds last year, last week. So, yes. In, in regards to the... Yes, this is 84. Born in episode 84. Um, so, episode 83 was us previewing at the end yeah. the uh, submission grappling series event which is it released the same day of in all, uh, right? we released it on i think it was either thursday or friday and then the event was saturday night yeah um, and what an a, event generated a lot of buzz and we'll get to that and then of course the big news was that we when we recorded it on wednesday wednesday uh we talked we talked about you know obviously paul was main eventing mike was competing and david was competing and then there was a switch <laughs> At the last minute. There was. And I our thought, very own me yeah. <laughs> stepped in for David on short notice to compete. And uh, we saved the show. <laughs> We're going to make that joke. Good thing again. you've been in shape to save the show. <laughs> All right. But so we'll get into the whole thing. Um, I don't know. How do you want to break this down? Because it was a, it was a, it was a long night. I was there since 3.30. It wasn't a long night. In I mean... It was a long. <laughs> it was a long night. If you add the what happened after the event, because well, we all happened. Went, oh we, yeah, because yeah. we went out and drunk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that lengthened it. But the event ended by nine. It went by a lot quicker than I thought it would. When it's just you're in a nightclub, so it's dark, and you think it's it's like yeah. two in the morning. And plus, like a five minute round for all those blue belts with just like one two minute round overtime goes by fast. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm putting in my head. Like an MMA event where it's three fucking rounds, five minutes, minute in between, you know, plus all the bullshit in between. But they, they kept it moving pretty quick. So, well, well. So, we're going to go in depth. In yeah. Today's yeah, episode, yeah. we're going to go in depth. We're going to walk through the whole thing. But, we're gonna but recap initially, review. yeah. And I've, I, of course, played a role too. So, <laughs> so um, as a spectator, Chris, uh, what, was, what are your big takeaways? What were your impressions of the event? Um, so I, I, I basically had the best seats in the house. So yeah. rock on for Steve Wynn uh, coming up with the idea of us getting a VIP table. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, good visibility. I would say, I mean, I kind of walked around a little bit, quite a bit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed to be like everything was fairly well, you can see anything anywhere, which was good. Um, announcing was a little interesting. I mean, like it's, it, was, it was their inaugural show. So it was like, it, from a production standpoint, I would say it was a little bit weird. Like I, 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 I had good seats, so I didn't need to like look up at the screen and any of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. But in terms of keeping I mean, the there action, was a pay per view with two announcers. Oh, were there really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd have to ask Jamie about how well because Karinga was the MC, or yeah, like yeah. he was the he's the Bruce Buffer of of Bruce brother Bruce Buffer slash Joe Rogan, you know, because he did interviews. Oh, because he did, yeah, you're right. He did right. interviews, but he wasn't on commentary. I okay. thought he would be on commentary. So, but he so was who was not. in commentary? There were two guys commenting. I don't know who they were. Okay, I didn't even see where they were sitting. Were they the guys sitting I, up at the screen? I don't know. Okay, I don't but know. Way, and I don't um, recognize voice. I didn't recognize any either voice. But uh, they production quality. I mean, like I'd, I'd have to ask Jamie, somebody who got the paper mm-hmm. about how that was. But from a, a, a spectator standpoint, in the stands, kept kept moving because a lot of the, at MMA show, there's a lot of downtime. Yeah, oftentimes. But this was like boom, 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 boom. Fights going on. It was like fast paced and and very very little downtime which was real real nice made the night go by very quick kept kept us engaged as an audience um i mean pretty pretty well done i would say one thing about jujitsu is like for the most part in the audience everybody does jujitsu or everybody knows Mm jujitsu so like there's a lot of kind of like what when it came to like just how the the um the rule sets kind of broke down well so that, that wasn't later. explained to the audience well is what you're saying yeah i mean everybody was kind of like wait so they if they who who wins they, okay. they we'll, do what we'll, that, we'll get into well, that. you know we'll like a lot that. of that going we'll on get into that yeah so um i i had the pleasure of sitting right behind the timekeeper so you probably if you're on the favorite you probably hear me screaming out times to people inadvertently to to people <laughs> i knew in the crowd or excuse me to people i knew in the uh in the um competing yeah at that moment but uh so yeah that was that was a lot of fun but so you did you were on the show are we allowed to talk about that now i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I'll, I'll i'll give you kind of the breakdown from my perspective um so i i was uh <laughs> i mean this is long form so let, let's let's take a step back i i just want to say you said things moved along um there were a lot of matches but it did move along quite surprisingly fast I'll give first off, I mean, I want to give thanks to, to some people. Obviously, the people, you know, Jada running Submission Underground, putting the event, or I said Submission Underground, the Submission Grappling Series. Jada did a hell of a job putting it together. I know she was... Is she, was she was the actual she was the She was the main, my under, my, from my understanding, the main person okay. behind it. She had help. Nice. I know Mitch was assisting. I know Jason, you know, Valley was helping. Right, right. Jason Valley refed all the matches. Yeah, he did. So I understand why we had like little intermissions between, you know, blue and purple, I mean, dude's purple got a and pee, brown. Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, he's wearing darks. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, so I'll give. I, I thought there was going to be a rotating it's, ref, it's but he was tiring to be engaged as a ref, man. Oh like, yeah, and to, the spot yeah. now, great. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do Keep points, points or anything. But, but he has to be not. on top of making sure nobody gets hurt. Yeah, and, and yeah. seeing submissions. So all the props there. Um, so anyway. Thursday night, I had, I had closed up the gym with Victor. We, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, we're like, dude, let's just go grab something to eat and grab a beer. So we were out. 
I ordered a Philly cheesesteak. And while I'm about to put this Philly cheesesteak in you my mouth. You ate a Philly cheesesteak? Yeah. I'm about to put a Philly cheesesteak no, no in my mouth and drink a beer. And I get a, I get a text from Mike Sahibi, who's one of the Purple Bells competing. And Mike is, is someone who trains with us. And Mike said, uh, is David out? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I, he, he's like, because I just saw that you know he was removed from the from our oh, purple really? belt grappling okay. group. So I was like, I, I, I don't know. Let me text him. Wait, is there some sort of live like document where he's seeing this? Or so there was. I, I would imagine it was for everybody, but there was a submission grappling series uh, chat group on Instagram. Oh, okay. All right, that right. was invite only. That had the purple belt competitors uh, in one room, blue belt in another room. Brown another black, I guess. And wow, anyway. what a way to use social media. Yeah, that's, hey, we're that, hip, baby. We're yeah. hip. So the admin was adding and removing competitors as they entered and fell out. Oh, you know? so, okay. so he saw him removed. So he's like, "Is he out?" I didn't know. I I didn't have access to that group at the time. So I texted David, and and it was already you know ten thirty, almost eleven at night, and I was concerned. I was like, "Well, I, you know, maybe the guy's asleep." You know, like. And it, but uh, a few, like about 10, 15 minutes later, he texted me. He's like, yeah, man, I, I'm not going to be able to compete. And he was bummed out. Like he's super oh, I bet. Bummed like, out. Yeah. like he's super bummed out. He was this. also a late replacement, right? So he was a replacement a week of like, like, uh, let's the say Saturday Sunday or Monday okay. or something like that. He, he was a late replacement, yeah. summer, which was awesome. He was super excited. And then he couldn't. And he's like, man, I'm not able to train. I can't do. So he, you know, he dropped out. So. You know, I, I was consoling him and, and he was he was bummed. I was like, man, you know, this shit happens, you know, just, you know, just kind of roll with it. Um, and I kind of jokingly said, I was like, well, you know, <laughs> I can step in for you if, you know, if they need me, LOL. And he said, uh, and I said that I made that joke to Victor and Victor's like, do it. Yeah. Like, Victor's what do, you like, do it. Because I walk around close to 170. I woke up at 175 that morning. Yeah. You know, he's he's competing at 170. So I was like, I could probably cut weight. Well, I'd have to cut it in you know, in 24 hours and less than 24 hours. Cause the weigh in is Friday afternoon, but I just have to cut. And then, so it's like, right, okay, yeah, I yeah. could sweat it out and you know, yeah. I mean like, it's also, it's so it's he was like, UFC, so. he's like, if you're serious, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll let them know. I was like, yeah, man, I'm serious. So he let them Throw know your name in the hat and the, uh, yeah. didn't hear anything that night, went to bed, tried to start cutting weight. So I, I was like, okay, no more liquids. And I woke up, irritable and thirsty so i already gave in and drank a little water switched it around my mouth tried to go to did sleep did you finish your philly cheesesteak though oh i finished my philly okay, cheesesteak right, yeah all right good because <laughs> nothing was confirmed that i'm eating this you yeah know? so in the morning i got a message from the organizers i'm guessing it was jada but i don't know and it was like a little birdie said that you know you might be able to fill in i was like i mean i'll fill in i'm around the same weight you know i i know there's probably a high demand for people that want to step in, but maybe there's not a pro belt that's walking around close to 170 that could fill in. Maybe you have somebody who's too heavy or too light. She's like, yeah, that'd be great, you know? And they were um, kind enough to, uh, you know, I took, I, I sent them a picture. I was like, look, I'm 170, like 3.8 or 2.0 or 4.2, like right now, you know? And she's like, you're fine. You don't have to. In the margin of error, right? Yeah, margin you're, you're error, good. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're, you're fine. You don't have to. You're not coming down from 200. Yeah. Right? You, right? Like, you, you, that, that, you know, at this point, we and your opponent are just happy to have someone, you right. know? Yeah, because um, that guy had been 
working. I mean, like, so has this guy been on the card all oh, along? Yeah, all along. He was originally first yeah, person A, exactly. Then David, now, now me. Okay, yeah. Okay. So he's just like I'm train. I've been training for nothing otherwise. Sure. So, um, and I think uh, their option at the time was uh, what I was told is the option for him if they didn't have me step in was actually uh, a heavier brown belt. Oh, really? You know, like an 85 brown belt, I think I was told. So, um, And your opponent was an actual purple belt? I, I think. So. I mean, okay. I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. confirm on social media. Oh, I just, I you mean, know, like. like uh, so, I, I, you know, but I would imagine he's a purple belt. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? You know? Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so, um, Sandbagging. So I, uh, so I showed up with Mike on Friday at 4 p.m., to have a photo taken, Mike weighed in because he had not weighed in, and uh, we left. And then you know, contract was signed. Uh, waivers were signed. Waivers, you was know, signed. Waivered, waivers were signed, and we got a copy of the rule sheet, which uh, which changed the day of. The oh, really? Yeah. So, and I'll, I'll um, get into that. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious so, about that now. So, uh, we attended the rules meeting the following day. So Saturday is the is the. You know, the day of the event, the inaugural event. Uh, we show up at 2.30 for the rules meeting. It kicks off relatively promptly, you know, when they said it was supposed to, you know, kick off. And we're all there around a small mat, one of the warm-up mats that they had where, set up. Where was that now? That was, was upstairs? In, this is in Guilt, upstairs. Okay. So they had two warm-up sections, an upstairs and a downstairs. I much preferred the upstairs, and we, we managed to do it upstairs, which was great. Um, but the idea being, you know, you and your opponent can warm up away from each other. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. Red, red corner, blue corner yeah. thing. So we know the rules, and the, and the change was, uh, obviously, you have a time period that's sub only. There were uh, only there there were only a few uh, band moves. Okay. The band moves being a scissor takedown. Really? Yeah, you couldn't do scissor takedowns, huh. which I was, like, cool with because that, that, I mean, just, is, that, that sounds like is. a recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, especially for an Falling event. Falling body weight. yeah. The dangerous, most dangerous um, small takedowns. And no small joint manipulation. And Which no, I saw a whole lot of finger grabbing, but, you know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. The, I mean, that's just natural. So. No, um, no, like, grabbing the cage. Because we Which were I also being a saw cage. a lot of. Yeah, I'm sure. And then um, no, no direct spikes on the head. So no, like... Like pile like drivers. doing a yeah no pile drive so no like doing a double leg twisting your opponent in the air and dropping him yeah, on yeah, the top yeah. of their head okay I mean that's just true. fair enough yeah now the original rule set had a time period that was sub only mm-hmm. if there was no submission at the end of that time period they added they would add you'd have a one minute or ninety second first to score round you mean like a like sudden death. Yeah, from first from to standing. score from standing. Okay. They removed that. Okay. Okay, because after if there was no so just understand the original rule set was time period. If there was a if there was no no submission, then you'd have a first to score round for let's say ninety seconds, and then if nothing happened there, you do your EBI style escape. Okay. Over time. So this is essentially. To a sudden death, then an overtime. Yeah, where you have you either start in back mount or spider web, which is the arm cross arm bar position, and some a person has to get out in two minutes. They eliminated the middle one, okay, the first to score round, and they just had the EBI round. The thing that was 
in my opinion, weird, and, and I think a lot of the competitors expressed their their feelings the same way. Really weird. Was that it was a it was both people did not have the opportunity to escape. Yeah. You would flip a coin. Whoever won got the choice to attack or defend. So do you want to attack or defend? And everyone, as you'll as you'll understand, come to understand, would select defend. And then what position would you like? Would you like them to be in so back So the coin mount? flip winner gets to choose attack or defend and the position? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So at that point... They have two minutes to get out. If they get out, they win. If they don't get out or get subbed, they lose. Match over. Okay, so if the person maintains offense but does not finish the submission, the person on the offense wins. Correct. So their only means of winning on defense is to escape. Correct. Okay, so you, so you can't but wait you out. you have two minutes. All right. The thing is, is unlike an EBI match, they usually, they're usually comparing escape time. So... If, if you escape, if let's say you and I go to overtime and I start on your back and you have two minutes to get out and you get out in 40 seconds, then you hop on my back and, have, and we go and I have to get out in, in less 39, than 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. yeah. If I don't, I lose. Right. That second, what I would call rebuttal didn't happen. It, there's a, you know, if we use soccer as analogy, it's like doing penalty kicks where there's only one shot. Well, yeah, And that's where <laughs> it's like, not the, like the crowd people was going like, shoot. wait, what? <laughs> And it's just, now I realize it never occurred to me from the competitor because I was a competitor, but the audience had no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, we, I, everybody, me included, was like, wait, wait, the other guy did it. Wait, what now? You know, like, well, and I think expecting- I think the first example I saw that happen was uh, in the blue belts with Cat from Fusion. So Cat spent a vast majority of her match on top, smothering her yeah. opponent. Yeah. They went to overtime. Her opponent won the coin toss, and her opponent escaped back mount, and she won. Yeah, and I could yeah. imagine a lot of people saying, "Why is her hand raised?" You know, um, Bubba from Fusion, he was on top of his guy and, and controlling him, cranking the shit out but of the his other neck. dude. <laughs> you know, the the guy toughed it out, got back to guard. They go to overtime. Bubba wins the coin flip. Guy jumps on his back, <laughs> and he gets out. Yeah, everyone was everyone was doing except Mike's opponent. Who stepped up like a true man? <laughs> yeah, he was like I will try to finish, and then Mike got out and won. <laughs> yeah, we'll get on that later. We'll talk about that that's, later. So that's an interesting thing that just speaks about the percentage of like, because if if everybody subbed everybody in jiu-jitsu, it'd be like home run derby, right? But the fact of the matter is, is in general, people's defense is better than offense, which is why people aren't getting tapped out all the time in jiu-jitsu. So. I mean, it's in general, you're going to put more faith in your defense. The thing was, um, with the arm bar, they were like, if if you're in a submission, we're not going to stop it, even if you're, quote, out, because you're still fighting off a submission. But I had a question about, like, if I still have upper body seatbelt control and they clear my hooks, do I have an opportunity to recover my hooks? Are they out? And they said, no, they're out. That's that's a little so weird. So it's a very like, so it was very strict on you you it basically from back mount it was basically really if you escape it was a, it was basically right? I would say obliging the attacker for the most part to to do a body triangle. Yeah. And then hold them. Because if they got their if they cleared both hooks or if they got their shoulders to the mat, they're out. Yeah. Like, so it's a very it was a very even though in a match 
I would transition. You know, if someone that's, could and transition, that's two to ways mount, for the defensive person to win versus only one way for the offensive person to win, which is un- or last two minutes, like hold or, on to him for yeah, last okay. two. Okay. Which you know, I think I saw someone try. Was like they just body locked him and then they literally just hugged the shit out of him. Yeah, you which, know, I mean, which again, if it, if both people got to go, you would be incentivized, in my opinion, to go for a finish because if you just held him for two minutes. Now that guy could hold, hold you for, for two, two minutes, minutes you know and then you I mean? go back and forth for however, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's kind of, it, you know, I, I think the rule set could have been better. Now, you know, do you, do you have judges? Then when you have judges, you could have a, a you know, a match. Yeah, and then you have just, subjectivity. Uh, you but you'd have, yeah. So, you know, Fight to Win does that. You, at the end of the round, no winner, go to the judges. And then there's yeah. a vote and you see what happens. Um, we'll see. It was know. it was weird. Like I, I will, you know, like a lot of people were like you Wait, could just oh, say, yeah, hey, them? if it's a if it's a tie, it's a draw, you know. Yeah. But they didn't want the uns, you know, they wanted they wanted definitive winners and losers. You, you got to have a lot of faith in your finishing ability. If you win the coin toss and say, I want whatever position offense, yeah, you know, like it's so the, it, the, it, you the know more conservative it, it, round. That, so that was the rule set, and and um, if people were confused, you know, I wonder if in the broadcast, if it was explained, it might, yeah, uh, you know, maybe it was, yeah, I'll I don't know, to. but actually I don't think it was because was I spoke no, like, to David preamble? who was watching and he didn't understand the OT rules. Yeah. He kind of made I, sense of it. You I can tell I mean? you everyone, was, <laughs> so everyone's sitting around us and mind you, I, I, I was at a table of <laughs> two brown belts or three brown belts and two black belts. And all of us were like, what the fuck is happening with this right now? Like how how is this like how did that guy just win you know yeah. but I n- now that they we kind of deduced it over time after how many matches, matches <laughs> you know of, of like oh okay so all right like trying to figure out like coin tossing and like oh you know like how does this work but, so it was so that was the rules meeting I then left with uh, with uh, Mike and Eli to you know they went to grab some food I was I was at the point where I wasn't gonna be able to eat like my i had a, i had you know the typical, you had a lot more time than you realized though yeah right? but I, like, I mean i just had the butterflies were starting to go okay. so at that point i can't really eat so i'm just trying to stay you know right. um hydrated which made, did you feel more nervous that on saturday or at like ibjf whatever's that you've done recently um I, way different sort of like i i think i felt like nervousness i'd imagine the, the um Uh, I I would say in a way the nervousness was different, um, and I I think it just had to do with there was hype associated with this. Yeah, you know, um, and there was hype a- around amongst people here at the gym, amongst the local BJJ community. Like so they the did a quote, great job promoting on social media, in my opinion. So it you know my. Uh, what I was constantly trying to do from a mental preparation point of view is just try to downplay it all and be like, you know, this is just another day in the office and just, you know, execute. Yeah. Don't get caught up into the, you know, let's fucking go, you know, how like, many of those because it's not a fight, you, you know, it's not a fight. And, and I don't even wow, think a lot of people, a lot of VJ people hating on you right now, but it's, it's not a fight in that. But even if it is, but here's the thing. Even MMA guys, I think, a lot of MMA guys don't, I don't know. I just feel like for me and my mindset, let's just put it there. For me and my mindset, what I want is to use what I think is my, what am I, 
to me, one of the best attributes, in my opinion, my one of my better attributes, if I compete or, or just do any jujitsu, is going to be my mind. And if it's my mind, you know, if I get all hyped up, then it gets cloudy. Yeah. You know, too much, too much adrenaline kicks in, and now we're in fight or flight, and my brain starts to shut off, and I start to just, you know, freak out kind of thing, you know. So I want to be athletically there, be responsive and on the ball and sharp, but try to keep the mind as calm as possible. Mm -hmm. So trying to downplay the hype as much as I could um, was what I was trying to do. But yeah, you know, it, it, it helped that, I, that it was last minute. You know, people said, oh, you know, last minute, that's, that's um, a detriment. And I was like, you know, I, I've, been, I've been helping, the, you know, Mike and Paul, you know, I've been fortunate enough to help those guys prepare and give them some rounds and do more no-gi than usual. And I felt great, you know, so yeah. I was not caught off guard. You're always And I had the benefit, <laughs> and I had the benefit of not having weeks and weeks to think about this. Yeah, that's true. It just sprung on me. So, you know, in a way, it was, I think, easier so in a way, and, you know. And go do your thing. Yeah. So, um, watched some of the early blue belt matches. A lot of them uh, went to overtime. We saw that overtime play out. There was a so lot many overtimes. There was a lot of people like, man, you know, this is weird. You know, you better win the toss. You yeah, know? exactly. Let's start praying to the gods to get the toss, you know. Um, so then, you know, I started gauging when I would be, uh, be needing to warm up. I uh, got a hold of Victor, who was the guy who was going to be, you know, that I, I said, hey, man, I, I need you. And, and he was there for me like a champ. So uh, he came up, he showed up, and uh, shortly thereafter we started warming up. I had best warm-up I've ever had, you know. A lot of that is, is due to him. I think a lot of it is just, just what it was. But we had our little mat there, and uh, I got a great sweat going. Um, it was cold in the venue. It was very So cold. I was bundled up in, long, in, in, in what you saw me come out in. So most of the guys, to my surprise, came out in their rash guards, in their, in their grappling gear. I, I thought I was going to be freezing cold, so I, I, I bundled up. I had, a, I had a beanie on, I had a long sleeve, I had sweatpants, and I, tr I warmed up in that with, with Victor. I felt great. I felt sharp. I was hitting everything I was doing. You know, Victor was obviously working with me, but he was not um, being completely, like he was offering a fair amount of resistance, and he was amping up the resistance, you know, so it was, uh, felt great, and put on my grappling stuff and then threw the long stuff back on and uh you know got down there and and, and we went to work so to speak the <laughs> first thing so my walkout song was in the air tonight phil collins which on paper i was like this is going to be amazing the problem is that song has a very very long <laughs> intro period before it kicks up and you get the drum beat, you know, that everyone associates with the song. And I was hoping that they would shift the start up a little bit. No, man. And they didn't. They just took that MP3 so and hit play. Basically, you didn't really hear any music. You heard like a, just a, a hum. <laughs> and people were like, what is this? And your walkout, is, it's maybe like 10 yards. Yeah. <laughs> like so there was no... Um, <laughs> no no beat drop <laughs> so i was like all right whatever so i took my stuff off um got into the cage um was psyched up i did a big jump thing on the mat i was like you know here's my good like what john i should have crawled in like john, john. <laughs> yeah you did the 
does GSP do the thing where it looks like he's levitating in the corner? Yeah. I think that's it, yeah. So I did, um, so I got in. I uh, intentionally didn't make eye contact with any, I knew where you guys were sitting, but I was just kind of in my yeah, own yeah, world. Yeah. Kind you of need thing. to focus. Uh, my partner came, uh, my opponent <laughs> came out, Kyle, and um, he, uh, he came out without a shirt, which I thought was interesting because very few people grappled without a shirt. So what were the rules regarding that? Because Tight fitting or, or shirtless. Or shirtless. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure there, were, there was somebody I was like, eh, it's looking a little loose there. And they didn't make him take it off. So I was kind of curious about that. That was, the, that was what we were told. Okay. And um, we slapped and we bumped. Now, and then we went to work. Now, two things about the match that were interesting. So one... Originally, we were told blue and purple belts would have five minutes. What happened was blue belts got five and purples end up getting six. Okay? So I got an extra, we got an extra minute to compete that I wasn't aware of until after the fact. You know? like, I can cook him now. <laughs> Second, my goal, my intent was to, um, was to pull guard. Okay. I wasn't playing to wrestle. I wanted to pull guard. And I was debating beforehand if I wanted to simply sit to guard right away or establish some sort of uh, hand control. I was thinking double wrist control and sitting. I opted to go for double wrist control and then sit. Within seconds of starting and me trying to grip fight, my opponent hit an Imanari rule entered my legs and put me in saddle and now we're both and i hear oh i heard i heard like a gasp in the crowd i didn't hear much from the crowd but i heard the gasp <laughs> or the reaction and i'm like all right here we go <laughs> um and you know obviously the the first few moments and and honestly it, it was moments it was just a few breaths was a little tense mm -hmm. because you know that guy's initiating attack. I'm on the defensive right away. Right. So I'm going through defensive my cycle. I'm going through my I'm going through my checkdown. Like you know, I got to be on point. So I'm you know, where's my foot? Where's my where's my heel? That sort of thing. And uh, and then um, again within moments, and I don't know how you know this all happened in a very short period of time. Uh, you know, I was in my mind. I was given a choice. I could either escape the saddle, or I could counterattack. And if you if they're if I counterattack, I know their risk to counterattacking because you're staying in there and you can get heel hooked. And, and what I wanted to do has counters to it. A lot of people I grapple with don't know the counter until I show them afterwards. So I said, fuck it. Let's take the risk that he doesn't know the counter to this and see if I can do something, you know. So I, I went ahead and, and I pummeled my leg and managed to secure the announcer called it the bear trap i wouldn't call that position the bear trap but it's a position where i actually have a secondary leg trapped yeah. and his primary leg is free and you bring it over the issue is because of how your legs are knotted up i've been i've had it called the leg knot to me the way it's it's knotted up there's the leg is the opponent's leg is shortened so it's it's closer to him. It, it, it's it's um, if a guy has a short leg, it's kind of annoying. If the guy has a longer leg, you still have a lever to work with. So when anyway, I got to that, went for the heel. He imme immediately grabbed my hands, um, 
but we I'm on the attack. for a while on that, too. Was... And, and, and I'm attacking. And now um, his leg gets free. The secondary leg gets free, and we're in 50-50. And that's where we spent the rest of the match, in 50-50. Where I never... Very nuanced. So, <laughs> so there's a lot I can say, you know, in retrospect kind of thing. But basically... I spent the entire match trying to dig his heel. I felt in, in my mind, it, it did register with me. I feel confident in this position. I can finish here. I finished people in the gym here. You know, I feel good managing, protecting my feet while attacking with my hands. I know I, I know I, when I, when I teach Nogi and I, and I've, and I've taught 50, 50 recently, I teach about how a lot of high level guys don't like to stay in this symmetrical position you know, a mark of, a, of, of less mature leg lockers is to just sit in this position and they're both trying to rip each other's legs. Yeah. And you try, to, you try to make it not symmetrical in some way. And you use gravity. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. you stand up. Or, but I just was like, he's going to have to stand up because I'm going to keep digging this. And I, I've, I've won those battles in the gym a lot of times, you know. So um, I dug it, but he managed to, a lot of hand fighting. Um, I think I had... Two or three decent bites on the heel. Yeah, you did. And uh, he was able to grasp, you know, my head, my hands, and 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 hold on and not let me get away from the hand fighting, and then slip the heel. So I'll give him a lot of credit there. Um, but I also knew that if I relented in my mind, I was like, if I don't keep it, if I stop attacking, then he's going to start attacking me. So yeah. in my mind, I was like, I'd rather keep him in, in, in a defensive cycle of defending, defending. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the submission, the finish. And if you look at the very end of the match, he actually was on his way to... He had actually uh, escaped 50-50 and was going for a knee bar. And it was turning back into the saddle. And I was on my way to escape the saddle position. Like I had I had framed there and, and I was on my way doing a running man escape. And then, boom, we're done. And, you know, I was, I was kind of like, okay, I didn't get hurt. That's good. <laughs> you know, and you then didn't even look tired, huh? Neither of you guys even looked tired. I, uh, you know, we were. I definitely noticed that we we're because we we're both in there. Mm -hmm. um, he even tried to darse me once, um, because I leaned forward and they tried to darse me, but there was really nothing there. Um, and you know, I could feel that we were breathing heavier as things went on. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we went to the OT. There was a little confusion because. I wonder. I I didn't clearly understand who won the coin toss, and he said Kyle, and then he looked at me, and he's like, "Wait, you're Ky and I, was, I'm not Kyle. He's Kyle, you know." <laughs> and then I realized, okay, Kyle won the toss. He was sitting on his. So I was like, okay, he's sitting on his butt. He wants to do back mount, which everyone was doing back mount, and then he changed it to the uh, the spider web, which is cross arm control for the armbar. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I mean, but he chose. He chose. He chose. Spiderweb and Escape. defense. Yeah. yeah. So then I sat down and I was like, okay, I've I've recently practiced some stuff from here. You know, I think I know how to hold the guy. You know, uh, because I can I can grab the leg and we'll see what happens. And uh, I went in. Um, they had me position my hand a little farther away from his legs because I have one arm through, so he's connecting his arms. I have, I've scooped his, you know, his uh, near side arm and, uh, and we say go 
I do what I've, you know, what I've been practicing recently when we've covered arm bars and nogi and I, you know, scoop the leg. I, you know, I, I'm leaning, I'm, I'm, I'm creating a strong cross face with my, with my leg. And, uh, you know, I feel good there in terms of like control. And then he releases his hand, you know, like he, he lets go of his own hand to try and escape. And at that point I grab his hand and I start to arm bar him and he had slipped in that in one motion he had slipped he had gotten his near side shoulder to the mat and was facing me and he had slipped his his elbow to a degree but it was still around my hips he had not beaten my hip line and um his elbow had not his elbow rather excuse me his elbow and um i was pulling on it and we ended up going belly down and he then i started to feel the 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 i was losing the elbow line and then there was a moment there, like a split second before he got out, I was like, he, he, he got out, you know, because I've lost pressure on the joint. So then he got out, and he won via escape, you know. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was kind of the, the match. So Interesting uh, that he chose, in, in my opinion, the more dangerous of the two defensive positions. Y- yes. Probably yes. That's interesting that he would. I like I, that's. I, I saw the confusion when it was all going down. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, did I no no one that, like he he's he's choosing to you know like, mm-hmm. but it was yeah that's, so, he won, via yes. escape, mm-hmm. with no rebuttal. So no, which is I mean it, I mean me, this is the rules right to me I had you know I had six you knew minutes. that going into it that there was no uh, yeah rebuttal, I had right? six minutes to to submit him and and I didn't. You know, and, and that's kind of what I look at. And then I had a decent shot in armbar, and, and I didn't. And and you know, the big takeaway for me is, um, you know, a competitive situation where there's ego and and crowd, and people are, are less reluctant to tap than they are in the training room, um, and they're willing to push it to the edge a little more mm-hmm. than they are in the training room. And and I need to get better at my finishing mechanics and the breaking pressure I'm applying um, to overcome that. You know. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, that applies to the arm bar, um, that applies to the heel hook. And even more so, I think it applies, you know, the, um, you know, it, you know, if, if I want to, if I want to perform better in competition, I just need to compete more too. You know, that's, that's the other, you know, simple answer. I just got to compete more, get more comfortable at the situation, have more experiences like this that really, make you go back and want to practice and get better at something because you don't want that to happen again. Right. You know, um, you know, I felt, I didn't feel, uh, uh, you know, I didn't feel dejected. I was like, you didn't, you know, I didn't feel dejected because, you know, I felt okay. And, and, and I felt like I was, you know, dictating, um, you know, the, I was, I was attacking more, you know, and, and that was cool. Um, just wasn't able to finish and I need to get better at finishing. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's an L in the record book and, and that's always, uh, you know, a bitter pill to swallow if you're competitive like me. So that's kind of the thing there. Just start uh, calling him out on social media, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing, res- nothing but respect for him. Just you start know, calling him out, man. I'm glad both of us uh, got out unharmed and uh, wish him the best of luck. And, and like I said, I, I made an Instagram post as if I were somebody important and just kind of, you know, thanked everybody, (laughs) you know, but I I did thank him because, you know, this experience is going to make me a better, more dangerous grappler. 100%. You know, I I was studying what I needed to do afterwards. I was checking the film and 
I saw some things right off the bat that I could have done better from a, a, a finishing mechanics point of view. And I'm sure he saw things that he could have done better, you know, as well. Like, I'm not, this is not the Noah show here. This is, you know, this hindsight is, you know, when you look back, you're going to see a lot of things that you can improve upon. Right. right? Um, and then the biggest thing is the concept of um, not settling for that 50-50 position where hand fighting comes into play as much as it does and look to continue advancing position to the point where success is more inevitable. And I think that concept is important. I think it's one that's that's I need to understand can be applied in a lot of places. I think of back mount as a great example. You know, the 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 goal is there is a set of steps you can continue to work towards that will that will that will basically drop the trap over your opponent, you know, and it's just lower you know, the more you can advance your position, improve, the more that trap lowers and the and their yeah. opportunity escape gets reduced. And at any time if they if they give you your neck, you take it. It's like the short circuit thing. You do you know, you follow these steps, but if at any point your your opponent does something dumb you short circuit what you're trying to work towards and you just choke them out. Yeah. Same thing I think with this is like instead of just settling for that more even position, even though I felt like I was attacking, he had a lot of defensive things. You know, he had his arms, he had his feet, you know, a secondary leg um, that could interfere. I shouldn't have just settled for that position. I should have looked to improve to a better position. And if any point I felt like his heel was exposed, you go for it and you rip it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I was... I was making the task harder instead of dedicating some of that time to improving my position. That's looking back. Did I know that at the time? Absolutely not. You know, was that the best version of me going out there? Like I said, ahead of time, it was, I, you know, that was the best version of me. I'm going to be better now, but you know, this is again, what I've learned coming into that. So, um, that's kind of the thing with, uh, you know, the, the, the postmortem of the match and the experience and stuff. And then afterwards I was, I was a little tired. Um, uh, obviously, you know, there's a there's a little, uh, you know, emotional kind of letdown because, you know, you just finished competing. Um, there were a ton of people there that I hadn't even seen from our gym, which was amazing. Um, everyone wanted to buy me shots, which <laughs> hit me super fast because I hadn't eaten for a long time <laughs> and was probably mildly dehydrated. <laughs> and then um, it was on to getting, you know, Mike ready and, and you know, and, and do that thing. So that's kind of... Uh, um, yeah, that's my perspective. What was your perspective watching? Um, I thought, and, and also, was, and also like that table. Cause you know, you were with a lot of, uh, you know, teammates. Yeah, we yeah. were, yeah, we yeah. were. I, and I'll say one last thing. Yeah. It, it meant the, <laughs> in a weird way, it meant the world to me when Tommy said, I was so anxious and nervous watching you, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how I'm going to feel when Paul competes, but I felt super nervous with you, you know? So the people are so invested, like to have people be invested in my match was, um, you know, um, beyond humbling. Yeah, know? it was, um, so I, I probably got a little bit too excited with just all of our competitors up there. Like I, I would basically just leap out of our, the booth and I was, I was cage side, uh, for, for every, for all three of our matches. Um, mm -hmm. uh, quite frankly, I, 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 I get into sort of like blank out mode and I'm just sort of probably shouting a lot more than I should. Uh, and I don't remember much about your match other than a couple bites, 
that you had. I saw you remember digging. All right, one of the more memorable things that you did was shushing somebody in your corner, which was very humorous. Um, I mean, I'll come out and say it. I have no problem about saying it here. So, um, midway through my match, at some point, so it was actually early, fairly early. You're al- so we were told you're only allowed uh, a single corner. Okay. Um, I don't know how much that rule was adhered you to. You definitely had like the Gracie train. But I was told that was the case, you okay. know? And I was told that right before I walked out as well. And they said, who's your corner? I was like, Victor, mm-hmm. right here. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, I, you know, I told Victor, I was like, look, man, um, you know, I want you to keep track of time. Let me know every time a minute elapses. And I was like, bro, you know me, you know what I do. You know, I trust you to shout out what you need to shout out to me. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, so I was down there and, and I and I grappled and I hear um, I hear Mark, you know, who's you know one of our black belts here at our gym. Um, he's right next to the cage too, uh, and he's shouting a bunch of commands to me to do, you know. Which is probably overwhelming your, well, it, right? It, like, I mean, in the heat of the moment, I'm like, I didn't, that's, that was not part of any plan, you know? Like, I, I, I'm sure he meant well. I'm sure he was trying to help, right. but it was not helping me at the time. Right, right, right. And I was, you know, in my mind, when I heard that, I, I got very annoyed because I'm in the middle of a co- competing here, yeah. you know? And I have things the way I want them set up with Victor in my corner doing what I asked him to do. And, and we, we, you know, I've been working with Victor on this. He warmed me up and all this stuff. And now I've got, you know, Mark shouting all this stuff at me, you know, and it really pissed me off. And, I, you know, if it what I wanted to say something verbally to him, but I knew that if I verbally said something to him, I ran the risk of the, of the ref stopping the match because when you grapple, you're not supposed to talk because you're any noise and plus like any noise your can focus be, off of any noise can be perceived as a verbal submission. Oh yeah. That's good. Right. Point. So, so I looked right in, I, I the, and you can see it on the tape. I look over right in Mark's <laughs> eyes and I'm probably not looking at him with the nicest of eyes. And I put my finger up to my mouth. I say, shut the fuck up, bro. You know? And Wait, then did I you say back, that. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. You know, like, I'm like, I don't remember you. I just remember you kind of sh- like, you know, and I'm just, I, I say shush. And, um, you know, he got the message. We didn't talk about it afterwards, but he got the message. You, you know? didn't need to. And um, like I said, you know, that, that in the heat of the moment, you know, I like things just a certain way. Right. Um, I know, you know, I could hear the opposing corner talk. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to talk. They can talk as much, as much as they want. I heard what they were saying and what they weren't saying. And, um, I even heard someone say break his leg, and I think it was the opposing corner saying that. Um, and that's part of it. But for what I wanted to do and and how I had my corner set up with Victor, that was a distraction that very much annoyed me in the time. And, and I actually took time out of my match to look over for a split second and shush him. And I, I appreciate the fact that he he, he got what I, what yeah. I said. Yeah. He got what I said, and I didn't hear anything out of him since yeah. then. So. So yeah, that was that. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty humorous. Um, yeah, that was it. Was a and Mike was two matches after yours, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was. Did you please tell me you saw the cartwheel? 
No, I only saw it after the fact because I was with Mike in the back. Oh, but man. I heard a roar Dude, from the from the that crowd. That might have been up until <laughs> that might have been the most electrifying move of the evening <laughs> until the main event. Yes. So it was two um, heavyweight ladies, mm-hmm. purple belt, mm-hmm. and and they were and they were grappling like they were it, like they were uh, it was booster weight. <laughs> Oh, dude. And one lady, one girl from, uh, I think it was Grappling Mastery, was winning them a good part of the match, smothering, just heavy top pressure, fully mounted, just attacking the shit out of this lady. And she somehow, I I was like, there's no way this lady's going to win this fight. She weaseled her way out of full mount. I think the girls went to attack for an armbar. I, I, I forget what it was. Crazy scramble. The one who was on bottom smothered. Immediately stood up. The other girl was still seated. Cartwheeled. Perfect cartwheel. Mm-hmm. Passed her guard. Slipped and the crowd it. roared. Dude, it was it, it was probably the coolest thing I'd dude, seen. Dude, it was, like, it, it was like Godzilla and King Kong. And they, and oh, dude, Rambo. it was awesome. Um, <laughs> that was, I mean, like, I've got Jamie texting me, like, while that's happening. It's like, it was amazing. Like, that, that was, that, yeah, that was, uh, that I lady saw it was, after the fact. She was everybody's hero. That was, that was awesome. Um, that was awesome. Uh, and then, so that was, that was a lot, a lot of fun. So what else did you see? You know, I mean, I cut you off. You, we, we got cut off um, on, on like the cheering section for, when I was competing, because we went on that side on that side story, but you said you don't remember much of the match because everything was a blur. You were just in yeah, the, yeah. I, the I alcohol sort of, was flowing. It was flowing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I had a I had a drink or two. Um, <laughs> as you should have. As you should have. It helped. It helped. Yeah, it was it was a nice little afternoon. So um, I mean, after that, we had Mike Sehebe. Mike Sehebe. Compete. He uh, one match. I literally two two matches at, not two matches but he was it, the second match after yours yeah so I competed then there was a match and then he competed yeah and he was going against a replacement yes a late replacement like oh, two uh, days before or something right or the Wednesday yeah, before within the week yeah he had a replacement and he, this dude was so his replacement was like heavier first off right so Mike's original opponent was a tall lanky guy and then Mike got matched up with a real stocky guy. Yeah, who was not very yeah, stocky guy. N- neither tall nor and lanky. Mike was planning to make 185 and then was told this guy was under 200. <laughs> but then he said I think he was somehow a little over 200. Oh. So wow. I don't Whoa, how So there's a little confusion. The guy did not look 200. The no, guy looked like he was, he was a like solid 215 yeah, or 220. He was, he was pretty He had thick legs, thick arms, thick neck. Dude, that guy's you know, forearms were like my thighs. Super like, nice guy. Um super nice guy. And shout out to him for taking the last minute too. Um but uh yeah, uh Mike, strong dude, man. You know, a lot of uh a lot of what Mike is Jockeying used to doing just ran into a you know, a thick muscle bound guy. Yeah, like um You know, Mike is he's he's one to be able to muscle around a lot of people around here. Yeah. So it was uh you know there was just a lot of uh there was some a lot of there was some cage work. A lot of a lot of head, a lot of stand up Yeah, some John Headlock stuff. Yeah. Um you know, when guys went down, neither one really sought to play much guard. They yeah, were, nobody they conceded. Were, they were Everybody looking was, to they were uh, looking to wrestle up or get an underhook and, yeah. and wrestle up and 
Um, I do remember, you know, Mike attempting a Doris and the guy literally flexing his head out, <laughs> you know, which I think uh, caught Mike off guard because, you know, Mike's, I mean, Mike's not weak. It. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. What I mean? like, so, you know, Mike's trying to pull the guy's head in and the guy literally just flexes his he's neck like, nope. out. And yeah, he's, like, no. he's And it went to overtime. And his opponent won the coin toss. But he opted, surprisingly, in my opinion, to attack. Yeah. Must have had a lot of confidence. So I was like, I looked at, I looked at, I looked at Victor because Mike had asked me to be, um, uh, in his corner. And then, you know, Victor was next to me, you know, with the time and I was in showing me the time. So, you know, he, he was next to me. So I guess they really weren't that strict on, you know, how many people are technically next to the cage. I mean, how do you, you know enforce I mean? that? Because I mean, it's such a small venue. Any, Anybody could I mean, be standing. you could have technically been in my corner given how close your table was to the cage. Yeah, I mean, people, you could hear, if you wanted to, if somebody was loud enough, somebody on the second floor Absolutely. Absolutely. yelling, and you'd be able to hear 100%. them just the same. So, it's- so um, bottom line was, uh, it got to uh, overtime. Um, you know, I felt my only concern, I felt very confident that Mike would be able to escape. My only concern was, given this guy's stature, that he might try to neck crank the shit out of Mike hard. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, my, my thing to Mike was like, Mike, this is just, you know, I'm shouting, Mike, this is, you know, this is MMA class right now. You know, you're, sca- I wanted, I was hoping to convey the message of, you, you've done back escape mount in MMA class, treat it as that, you know. Yeah. Imagine you're going with the rougher MMA crowd, not the, I want to trap your arm. Yeah, it's I want to, yeah, like, the jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah, none, none of that. And, um, and Mike just fought the hands and was able to get his shoulders to the mat and, and break alignment and escape yeah. and, and get the victory. So it was it was good to you know to see you know one of the guys winning overtime. Which yeah, was good. yeah, it was. So at that point, um, it was. And that said, though, his match I would say was fairly even. Like the the overall match, neither guy was super dominant. Correct. So I mean, like that, you know, it wasn't a weird like you go from losing to winning. You know, like in overtime Correct. sort of situation. So, like, you know, it no, was if, a if, well. If, if his opponent had submitted Mike, it, it wouldn't have been like, oh man, Mike was dominating. Yeah, up exactly. Until that, you know what I mean? Like, and, and and just saying Mike escaping, we weren't. Nobody was like, oh god, like you mm-hmm. know, Mike. You, n- nobody had any complaints about it. So it was it was a good, very very even match, I would say. And then uh, at that point, what was interesting was that when I went back up to the match, there were just black belts up there. You know, because the entire card had had gone, right? And now the black belts, who were the last ones to compete, were just kind of chilling, doing their thing, zoning in. Paul was there, Dylan was there. Um, another black belt who I don't, I, the, his name slips, you know, slips my mind was there. You know, there were three black belt matches, and half of the card was there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, half of those, and um, and it was cool. So we just hung out. I watched a few more matches, hung out with them. Things were loose, and then. Uh, then it was time for Paul to go on. Yeah. And this motherfucker picked the best walkout song, in my opinion. Very appropriate. Yeah. Very, very. very not, best walkout sound in terms of being appropriate and timely. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which was Kanye's Coming Home. So, you know, not Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Is Kanye? It was actually by P. Diddy. You know, Paul hasn't competed for a long time, but he's a, you know, he's a mainstay here in the Orlando community. So... You know, to hear the lyrics, I'm coming home, that that yeah. that kind of got everybody j- pumped up. Jim had already entered. Jim Ayler's, his opponent in the main event, had already entered, was there. 
um, we were allowed a, a, a big crew of people to walk down and uh, and it, the and I, I, one other thing I, I want to say like it, during the blue belt match and you can attest to this because you were there early the place the venue was barely half full yeah you I know mean, what I mean was, like yeah, it was sparse there was nobody so I was like man you know I guess people are just waiting for the main event because it seemed like there was a lot of hype here but the the turnout didn't seem to match the hype that I'd seen on social media. When I went back to the mat to practice, and when I came back, dude, the place had filled up. Yeah, you were weaving so, through people to try. So to get I the saw so. like everybody sitting there. I was like, okay, now there are people. When Paul came out for the main event, it was even more. You add a few more people yeah. to that mix, and the place. It was a good main card. Let's there was a, the, the, the place the was electric, man. Job, yeah. The environment was electric. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it was it was pumped. There's a lot of pride in that building. There was a lot of really cool, um, a lot of stand up. Uh, Paul scored a couple takedowns. Jim was able to get back to his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment where I swear it would have been an unbelievable. Like from my perspective, if I had a camera, I could have taken a photo of a just forehead to forehead silhouette of the two guys. Like the Mantu. Uh, yeah, the Mantu, I mean, there, there's a Laborio. Uh, yeah. There's a Laborio, a famous Laborio picture from his. More re- most recent Nogi match a few years ago where him and another the, senior grappler where they're or, like yeah where they're Sperry. side by yeah. side kind of thing um, from a side profile yeah. you know and these guys are just pushing far heads and that was pretty that was pretty fucking yeah cool, it, it was like know? almost like a like WWF when they're like seeing who's stronger yeah, yeah no they they were they were doing cool. that stuff and then um, uh, you know Paul got a uh, got a got got in on a single ran the pipe brought jim down um went to pass fell into a triangle into the early stages of a triangle mm-hmm. shoulders uh, pretty deep in like like way yeah like, but 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 it was there was nothing locked up yeah I was it was like, a there, was no, there was no he was um, there was, no he top was down but it the, the 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 top was not locked. yeah yeah there was and, no diamond um, in the position paul got his legs under him picked jim up over his head while Jim was still trying to lock, like trying lock to, to Carlos Newton, him, basically. Time, time stood still for a moment. Oh, it stood. And then and time passed. And then Paul proceeded to slam Jim. I would say was trying to shuck him off. I've watched it numerous times. I mean, I think I think it's no one, intent. You don't. You'd have to ask Paul. You know what right. I mean? But you know. It is a slam. He slammed him. I don't know. Ultimately, I mean, the end result was a slam. I, but yes. you'll be hard pressed to find. You know, I, it'll be hard for me to be convinced that he was not that. You know, Jim was not slammed on anything but his upper back. Correct. You know, his, his yeah. He his, was not spiked or anything. His head was hit. hit the second. result, however, was Jim landed squarely on his upper back, and the his back head, head whiplashed back into. A cage floor, not a mat. Yeah. Um, not a two inch mat. Yeah, this is this plywood underneath that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was knocked unconscious and actually bounced off the mat yeah. twice afterwards. Twice. Yeah. Um Paul immediately walked away and there was I would describe it as like true shock and awe, right? So do you know this the scene in Gladiator? Where not it, it, where he goes into the first, like not the actual Coliseum, but his first arena. Yeah, in Cassia, or yeah, whatever and, it is. And, yeah. He, and he and he just destroys the 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 guys there, 
and everyone's in shock and he says are you not entertained the are you not entertained scene yeah 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 because the crowd was not prepared for that yeah they were, they I didn't were think prepared the cr- to see the slaves yeah the crowd was not prepared to see that and um i'm i'm very happy to hear that that jim is doing okay um he's not he seems to be fine um he made a very uh, gracious post on social media so that's all good and that that i think is an important part of this whole thing is that you know the health and well-being of, of everybody when they compete. And the sportsmanship of And the sportsmanship, yeah, absolutely. Um, but there was there was shock and a lot of murmuring. You know, a lot of like, what did we just see? Yeah, um, it, was, uh, and, it was really loud. And Paul was awarded the win via a referee stoppage. And... Um, Again, thankfully, you know, Jim... He walked out on his own. He walked out on his walked own, out on his but own. he was yeah. down for a period of time. There it were paramedics a around. Couple minutes. I don't... Because paramedics were around, I was unable to see, you know, when Jim came to. But it wasn't one of those things where he got knocked out, and then a couple seconds later, like, he's up. Like, he was lying on the he mat lying on the for a while. For and, a while. And that was, yeah. um, uh, that was a moment, you know. Um, obviously very scary for the, the those on his side yeah you know um and again i'm super happy that uh you know that you know he, he's in good spirits he's doing fine um and he's recovering you know obviously he needs some time off but um so that was there was <laughs> and a, just like was, we're kind of a, like it was kind of lost like, like yeah, that's like, what it was and, and I'll, I'll say this you know for for a promoter you know, I think the event not only delivered, you know, I mean, there are things they can learn from, but it delivered and it also ended on a very memorable moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, for an inaugural show. Yeah. It, uh, I, I, I it's mean, like, just from a what, drama what's perspective. The last, it's like, know? what are you going to, what are the, what are the spectators going to be left remembering? They're going to be left remembering that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's so closing it out with a bang. So that was yeah. my perspective. The only other thing I'll say is, you know, when when the first when it first happened, um, I just kept telling Paul, like, just get over here, just just get over here, stay away from it, the, that group. Let the let people take care of it. For whatever reason, I thought, you know, I was like, until the fight is called, stay ready. Even though there's no, there's way no to chance fight. he's gonna like you know pop I mean? up and be like, but, all right, let's but go. I'm, I was of the mind, like, until this fight is called, you need to stay ready. You yeah, know, yeah. so just stay here, like, don't you know. And he's like, he's like, he's basically, he's, he's like pacing, pacing. he's pacing around. He's like, fuck, fuck, you know, like shaking his head and, you know, like, I don't know, like, was there going to be like a last minute, like, I'll step in, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I don't don't know. I'll I'll pay tribute. So once, (laughs) once the, once it became clear that the match was over and there was, you know, and Paul's responsibilities as a competitor were done, then I think the energy just came down a little bit yeah yeah. and there was no official close to the evening was there they interviewed paul and then i don't even think they said thank you for coming out but maybe they did no i don't we were were too we were all too yeah yeah, we were starting to celebrate it you know amongst ourselves and get photos and and then we later partied and and drank you know various amounts of liquor (laughs) and that will remain um, off the, that will that will that will remain behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> the drinking portion of it, but overall, um, I, me personally, it was um, it was a it was a great experience. Um, great, I, I mean, and you described it best last week, where 
you know, it's it was a cool show where people came from a bunch of different gyms, even up to Jacksonville, evidently, because mm-hmm. 10th Planet Jacksonville was there. And everybody kind of knew everybody. You know, you could look out in the crowd and everybody kind of knows each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's all in good spirits and, like, true friendly competition. You know, there was not one bout of, when I think of an MMA crowd, where, like, you know, there's, like, the a fight bleed, about to the break. just bleed people. Yeah, there's not that going on at all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, everybody was like just true sportsmanship throughout the entire arena or club. Mm-hmm. Um, the venue, the venue, venue, there we go. But it was cool. Like it was, yeah, like that's, it was a lot of fun. I would say, um, well, well done submission grappling series. We hope to see more. Yeah. Of those, so, you know? but you know, I'll, I'll just say, you know, again, uh, big thanks to the, to those guys, to the promotion, to the people running it, people like Jada, um, Jada's the main one, obviously, but then Jason and and Nick she's as really well. tall, huh? Oh yeah, I was like, is she, I just realized I was like looking at her. I'm like, wait, is she is she taller than everybody in the ring right now? And uh, and they're having another event. They're gonna have their second event in, I believe, the beginning of October. The boxing match or or because they were advertising a couple of different things. No, no, they're doing like an actual submission grappling submission series grappling. number two is uh, is coming and and. Uh, when yeah, they scored we'll that see, name, right? We'll see. Like, we'll see how that. No, I don't know what the name is. They, yeah, yeah. No, um, they, 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 remember when the UFC used to give names to everything? Yeah, like yeah. UFC no way 62? out. Bad blood. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was all just. I think it was a meme about like how they were all basically Wesley Snipes movies, <laughs> <laughs> like or Red Moon movies. Rising. <laughs> uh, you know, what Passenger Fifty Seven? <laughs> <laughs> UFC Fifty Seven Blade Two. Um, so, what were your what are your closing thoughts on the whole on the on the event and the experience? Uh, from a personal standpoint, it's been a long time since I've been able to go out mm-hmm. for an evening with the boys mm-hmm. and ladies. For that matter, so it was a lot of fun just to 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 really partake in team activities. Um, from a from a team standpoint, I think you know everybody kind of wants to see Paul compete. You know, he is our and know, I'll say this, I, you know, I, I think objectively, I felt Paul looked good. Oh, incredible! You know, like, I, th- yeah, I thought like Paul looked strong. Looked good. Like he, he was doing yeah. what I've seen him do in practice. He was not. Um, you know, I think that's the biggest one is, you know, can someone replicate their performance in the training room floor in the match stage? Yeah, and, then, know, and it's two seasoned vets, so both of them oh, know how and, to perform. Oh, and Jim is is very active. Yeah, exactly. Like you know? and, and even Paul said, it's like, you know, Jim's not blowing smoke when he says, I've beaten everyone in Orlando. Like, the the people he knows, like, in Orlando, yeah. Jim's beaten. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. so it, it it's not, you know, Jim's a very active competitor. Um He's an MMA fight. He does bare knuckle. He's fought in the Yeah, UFC. I mean, this guy's a like he's martial seasoned. artist, combat he's very sports seasoned, athlete you know? through and through, you know? And uh, he's a little younger than Paul, too. You know? Not by much, though. I mean, like, he's like my age, dude. So, I mean, like, he's he's not that young. Yeah, but we're still looking seven, eight years. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know? But, but either way, both of these guys, I mean, they both got a lot of mileage. And they yeah, both, and, you know, and, you know, they, they, you know, they both, both know each other. They showed respect at the oh, beginning. Yeah, yeah. And, it was and, awesome, man. Like, um, But, I, you know... Um, I know we all say, yeah, we, you know, we're all partial to our teammates and our coaches and stuff. But, you know, I thought I thought he looked good, and I thought he was looking better as the match progressed. Yeah, he was looking he was sharper. He was getting his timing, and, and and you know, while what I will share from what Paul said is, you know, he did, you know, he was trying to get clubbed a little bit, and that was waking him up even more and getting oh, him, really? you know, in the in I have the, to watch in that the, again. 
So, uh, so yeah, it, that was it. Ended at what three thirty ish or yeah, three, was, somewhere between three and there, four. There was about was. there was between. I think there was uh, just under seven minutes left. Oh, okay, look! So if I, I looked at the watch that that you know, uh, Victor did a countdown, mm-hmm. and it was like six minutes and change. Okay, yeah, because I'm high, like six forty eight or something. Yeah, like, like three thirty from for some yeah. reason kind of sticks out in my head. So that was, but that it was, was it was cool to see the amount of support out there from everybody. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad to see that nobody got injured. Like it's and it's cool. Like I, y'all are my boys. You know, like y'all are, and and, and just you know you. It, it was it was it was just a lot of fun to get out there and and to go to a show again and uh, a fairly well run show, and to see a bunch of people who I haven't seen in a long time too out there. So, but uh, on to the next one. Where are you gonna save that? You gonna save that card too? You gonna, you gonna vie for another spot on the on the card? You gonna call anybody out? Come on, do it right now. <laughs> call somebody out. No, right now my my focus is on um, on making the adjustments from this last match. And, uh, you know, not let some of those scenarios occur again. Um, definitely think competing is is very productive. And but, you know, um, we'll see. October is a long time away. Yeah. I got to make sure my schedules. But I think uh, I think it would make a lot of sense for me to try and compete on that card for sure. Yeah. You know, and, this time uh, I'll scream at you loudly so you can shush me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do the Danaher thing. I'll get the. I get a rash. Mr. John, you can be <laughs> one minute, Mr. John. One minute, Mr. John. <laughs> <laughs> like, scoop, right? Scoop. Um, we we need to get ready for class. Uh, yeah, nice I can't think of really anything else to say about this. Um, guys, I, I will say this: if you're listening and, and you happen to be in the audience, that you know, thanks for coming. Um, thanks for cheering for me. I know you were cheering for me. Um, I didn't acknowledge you guys at the time, like I told Chris, because I was kind of in my zone. And quite honestly, things were pretty quiet. I only heard certain things. Yeah. I yeah. didn't hear general, like, I didn't know. I only heard afterwards the, oh, I mean, I, I sensed energy when that Iminari happened. Yeah. But I didn't, the ebbs and flows of the crowd, I didn't really feel I was kind of super honed in on, on what I was trying to do. So if you came out, you know, everyone that I train with, like, thank you for everything. Um, Thanks to you, Chris, for coming and you know cheering and recording. I got to see the whole match, so that was cool. From the um, best seat in the house, so. obviously, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> thanks to the people at Submission Grappling that putting it on, um, and your team. Thanks to yeah, um, thanks to my opponent Kyle. Whoa. you know for for accepting you know the match on short notice, and I'm happy we both escaped without injury. So that that's always a good thing. And then, um, I also wanted to the, oh, and also I wanted to just thank David. Um, cause you know, um, his misfortune led to me having the opportunity that yeah, could have yeah, been yeah. him out there. So, um, you know, I appreciate all the help he's given to me and I will say this and I should have said it at the very beginning cause most people aren't going to listen this far to the podcast, but you know, he wrote, you know, ahead of time when I put on social media, um, you know, the fact that I was competing, um, first of all, I was blown away that. Whenever you post like a poster and your face is on oh, it, people go crazy. You get bananas. You get the fire emojis everywhere. You get the, the gorilla must, the emojis, arm, arm the gorilla emojis, yeah. and you know, let's let's go and stuff. And that's all great, and I appreciate that. You know, I, that that support and energy is awesome. We believe in you, and Noah. everyone's getting excited. And I, I thought I, it was a prank. That's I was amazing. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I called you. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like, what? It's a joke. Um, but 
throughout all that hype and emotion, you know, David wrote, he's like, look forward to seeing a clean technical victory. Much respect. And I kept those words in my head a lot because that's what I was trying to focus on when I competed was be technical, perform, execute, try not to get as caught up in the emotional, like, let's go up and smash this guy. So um, I really appreciate him saying that. I also appreciate, you know, um, the kind words he had for me afterwards because he actually texted me and and we spoke actually a little bit during the event. And because he was watching at home, which was also amazing that people paid for this pay-per-view at home. That's like, great. Attend, like, you, you know, know, that's awesome. That and people that's are supporting amazing. local. Like, that's what we should be doing. And, and so that was that was just yeah, don't really fuck awesome. Logan Paul and Mayweather. Like, <laughs> we, we support your local guys. guys. <laughs> so um, I'm sure that people are missing, you know, obviously Victor, but he knows, you know, he knows that. So, um, yeah, great experience. Um, great event. I think they're going to learn from the event and make some tweaks. They'll make it a little better. And uh, they got to do something about that overtime, man. Yeah, so they were probably going to be short on time. That's probably why they cut that. Potentially, one. Yeah. The, I bet you that's because they they're like, ooh, this might run a little. Like we did our math wrong or something. Yeah, so I'm curious sure. as to why that. So I think that's a way. pretty decent. I think that's a good recap. Yeah. of of the event and and um, next time press passes. <laughs> I like where you're thinking. I like. There what you're we thinking. go. Next time press passes. But guys, thank you for listening. BJJ and Brews on social media, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to email us, it's bjjandbrews at gmail.com. We will catch you next week, same time, same place. Like, Have subscribe, a great and rest share, of your folks. Day. You got it. Bye bye.